The Cat and Cloud Coffee Podcast is brought to you by Wilbur Curtis. They make coffee brewers. Ever heard of them? If you haven't, you should. They're an awesome family-owned company. They're here in California. They power their facility with solar power, which I hear that's like a new hot thing that progressive people do. The best thing about Curtis, in my humble opinion, is the turnaround time on the brewers. They have a 24-hour turnaround. It's phenomenal. If you've ever ordered a brewer for a wholesale client from someone else and waited and waited and waited for it to come in, you know how frustrating that is. So being able to get the brewer next day like that is absolutely amazing. Shout out to you, Wilbur Curtis. Their customer service is phenomenal. And they just care. They care about you. They care about me. And I care about them. And that's why Cat Cloud Podcast is brought to you by Wilbur Curtis. On with the show. Pat Sherwood loves our coffee. (laughs) Pat Sherwood loves our coffee. I never asked for any of this, Jer. Pat Sherwood loves our coffee, dude. I didn't even want to be here. I don't even want to be here. I'm not even supposed to be here today. (laughs) Clerks. Clerks, you guys. Can I go home? We are home. Welcome We're at the your podcast. House. <laughs> Welcome to the Cat and Cloud podcast. At my house. Zuta lore. <laughs> Chuck's here again. But he's leaving. He's not going to talk to you again. You have um, requested Chuck after, on the net. M- after multiple requests. You got to schedule me, bro. You even, you even uh, sent us a thing about people requesting you. Hashtag the people have spoken. The, the people have spoken. Yeah. I know. <laughs> It's my secret way of never having to actually have you on the podcast. Face. <laughs> I'm. I don't know. Chuck just doesn't want to do it. He's a. Uh, he's. Wait. Say. Say like five words for the people. You gotta. You gotta give them something. Hashtag five words. For just the a people. little bit of something. I love you guys. Closer. See. Closer. That was whack. <laughs> love you guys. See. That's better. That's that love. That's, That's that better. Chuck love that we all need. You, you don't get it for a while. Hey, what up? This Chuck love. Start, start to feel lonely. Start to feel lonely and scared. Okay, we're having a latte art throwdown. That first and foremost, you all need to come. It's the first event we've ever done. And we need to support our friend Evan Mo. Evan Mo, aka Barista Hev, aka Calavera Coffee. He's doing a GoFundMe. Evan works for Vertigo. Check him out. They let us use their roaster when we were getting started. We are forever grateful. And Evan Lives in Hollister, which is this little town by San Juan Batista, where Vertigo is, basically in the middle of nowhere. Yep. Only reason I know where it is is because my brother used to go ride his dirt bikes there at their off-road vehicle park when we were a kid. They have an off-road vehicle park. They have a O-R-V-P. An overpip And he has a dream to bring specialty coffee to his hometown, and he's got a GoFundMe going, which you should check out. We've talked about it before, and we're throwing him a throwdown and all the money for the buy-in and part of the merch proceeds, and there's going to be a donation jar, so it's going to go to him. Because we need to get that kid a cafe. Because sometimes you just got to help a brother out. Yeah, dude. Uh, we, we got a lot of help starting our company, so we figured we could extend that love to someone else. Let's pay it forward like Kevin Spacey. Yeah. Was that Kevin Spacey? I don't know. Cool. And Is there kid? a movie called Pay It Forward? Yeah. It's about pay it forward. I'll and at the end it. of the movie, it's like fucking utopia. Like everybody's just giving each other shit. Like cars, like, like, yo, you need to go somewhere. Here's my Jaguar. A bunch of one uppers. Yeah. A bunch of one uppers. <laughs> I paid more than you. I paid way more than you. I just rewatched heavyweights. Actually, I didn't finish it. Wait, that's what's fantastic. That? Dude, that's one of Ben Stiller's first movies. It's old school Disney about fat camp. And oh the kids go, they trick their kids into going to camp hope. 
I've never seen it. Oh, dude, it is amazing. It's on. It's on Netflix. Find it. Watch it. You'll die. The Perkis system. Perkis. <laughs> He's, his name's Tony Perkis. He's trying to fill the fill an infomercial. He buys the camp, and it turns from like this utopian happy. You know, the kids have a great life. Too. Is he fat? Is Ben Stiller fat? No, Ben Stiller's ultimate ripped like gym nerd. And so why do you go to fat camp? He buys the fat camp. Oh, he buys the fat camp. From, yeah, the people like get uh, bankrupt and they have to sell their camp to, and they sell it to Tony Perkis. And then he's trying to film his, his basically how you can get all these kids from fat to skinny. And it's amazing. He's all lunch has been canceled today from due to lack of hustle. <laughs> Deal with it. <laughs> anyway, that's a good management technique. Yeah, it totally happens every time. That's what we use in our cafe. Uh-huh. Well, your paycheck's been canceled <laughs> due to lack of hustle. Due to lack of hustle. <laughs> <laughs> Keep clocking in, though. We need to maintain. <laughs> Deal with it. <laughs> People don't get it. People don't get it. You don't get it. You're not a business owner. You don't get it. <laughs> <laughs> you should watch it. Everybody out there, find heavyweights. Watch the Perkis system. It works every time. <laughs> what are we even doing here? <laughs> I don't know. I don't either. Guess what? <laughs> We're good. Yeah, the regional qualifying event. They sure did. I don't know shit about it. I know that people regionally qualified. That's pretty sick. <laughs> Actually, shout out to Kay. Education. Kation. He killed it. At the he French looked press. very good up there. Kay, I know you're listening because you do. And uh, I was I was impressed at how uh, relaxed you, you seemed. Good job. Proud of you. He would be really relaxed, though. I know, but it was like it wasn't like quiet. And he's, like, chill. well, it was quiet. They turned the music down for him, but <laughs> he's got that stoic, <laughs> but it wasn't quiet, like on. uncomfortable quiet. It was more like, I'm very relaxed and you should feel comfortable with me. And you think he took beta blockers? Here's what I, the hot topic around the Kay, industry. Did you take dude, beta blockers? Here's another question. I don't care if he took beta blockers, dude, because it's scary up there. I fucking take beta blockers just to get out of bed, dude. <laughs> are you kidding me? Beta blockers are what they use for people who have high blood pressure. So, you know, dude, I can't even get in the shower because it's wet. Like think of the anxiety. Like what if you like turn on the hot water, but it's not actually hot and you step in there. It's tough you, out there. You dude. got a beta block that. <laughs> <laughs> you can't deal with that. That's real. Damn. That's life. real life, dude. It's hot out here right now. It's hot. That's true. You might have to beta block that too. <laughs> you might have to beta block the heat right out. I feel like if I could feel absolutely nothing, that would be my prime time spot. <laughs> no emotion. Nothing going in. Nothing like coming data. out. <laughs> data. Yeah. That's all logic to me. <laughs> data or Spock. <laughs> Both of them. Yeah. yeah. Together. Oh, yeah. I guess data is like the improvement on Spock. Well, the data is like an actual robot, yeah. right? Or and an Spock android. Just doesn't feel. Spock is just unfallibly logical. Yeah. He doesn't let his emotions influence his decisions. He's like, I'm having a feeling. Did I, he, he started to have a feeling one he time. He did. Yeah. He did. It was the downstairs mix up. It was bad. <laughs> he, he, <laughs> he was feeling love. <laughs> it's my downstairs mix up. Here's another thing, just because we're talking about all the super important coffee stuff right now. You guys should go on the internet and YouTube Maddie Matheson. <laughs> dude, it's good hero. Munchies, dude. He creates cooking food. <laughs> That's food you cooked. He's the funniest person I've seen in the last, <laughs> like, I don't know, few months for sure. He's definitely taking some cakes. He's maybe one of the funnier ones I've seen this year. Nicole Juno shot him out to me. She's one of our coordinators and she showed me this dude and he's just like thuggish straight out of Canada, lived in New York and just 
he teaches you how to make stuff and he's very funny. He made me feel like it's okay to really swear and use foul language on YouTube, which I don't know why there's some sort of break for me, but I cuss all the time on this podcast. If you know, I'm listening, but if, for some reason know. on video, I don't do it as much. I, I bleep it out partially because I think it's funny to oh, hear the little yeah. sensor beep. Keeping the bleeps pretty it's funny. It's pretty actually. funny. Yeah. Keep the bleep, but he does it in such a nonchalant engaging way. It's funny. I don't know. He's funny. He's deep. Yeah, he's deep. Matty he's got his own thing. Matheson. He'll teach you how to make fried chicken. Oh my gosh, dude. Why his lobster rolls? <laughs> He'll teach you how to make They're lobster rolls. They're to roll. die for. He'll tell you all his political views. Exactly. Check out the end of the lobster roll video. <laughs> Just go there. You'll probably like it. Yeah. I'd say eight out of 10 baristas would be down. Oh, guaranteed. They'd be like this guy. Freaking crazy guy. Watch him make macaroni and cheese in the bathtub. You never know what happens. Did he do that? Uh, he calls it bathtub mac and cheese. No, he sits in the bathtub and eats it because that's his safe place. We're not going hard enough yet. No, we need to go harder. <laughs> we need we, to have bathtub. We need to go back. Or hot bathtub. We're gonna get back to espresso. the scorpion days and just it's gonna be awful. It's gonna be horrible. well. That is true though. We are gonna get back to making more videos and doing more weird stuff in the near future. Guess what I bought yesterday? A video camera. A video camera. Did you? Yeah. Okay. It's yep. getting serious. It is coming, just like winter. It's coming. Winter is coming. Two years from now, we can see what happens. Camera and a lens. And then I got some other stuff too, which is a big deal. That's a big deal for us. Yeah, it's a big deal. I uh, actually wanted something more expensive than we could afford. So I personally split the, <laughs> the bill with the company, which is like, <laughs> right I was like, I'm going to buy some of this and uh, we'll just make it happen. Yeah. So look forward to some videos from us. Not in the next few weeks, but we're just getting it rolling and setting things up. So we're going to chronicle some of the characters in the life of cat and cloud. Yeah. And more so than that, I have this big vision to challenge some of the challenge chronicle. Some of the challenges that come with opening a business, growing a business, having employees, just doing the things that all business owners do and all organizations go through, but nobody wants to talk about them. Right. Because everyone wants to just put up the pretty picture and be like, it's great. We just did the cool thing and that's awesome. And it's nice to celebrate your accomplishments, but I feel like in some way we're doing people a disservice mm-hmm. who maybe are thinking about opening a business or really want to hear the story. It's not the whole picture. It's not the whole picture. Give them the whole picture. And it's not that the failures or the struggles are bad, but I think people perceive them as being bad sometimes. And that's why they don't want to talk about them. I mean, dude, that that Elon Musk dude talks about like, if you're not having failures, you're not growing. And just being able to show people failures is absolutely fine. Yeah. It's a big part of growing and changing. And the stress that comes with making decisions on the day-to-day. I mean, it's... I mean, it gets intense when you're trying to figure out what to do. It is palpable. It's palpable. And it's not because it's bad and it's not horrible stress. It's just there's a lot of weight on these things because you really believe in what you're trying to do. You want to do not just what's right for you, but for your employees and for all people. Right. Hopefully, everyone's thinking they can have some sort of positive impact in right. the world. Hopefully. I guess. You know, that's why you would get up out of bed because if you make yourself happy, that's cool. But I think after a while, that probably gets old. I mean, you know, age old tale, dude. You can't, you can't just make yourself happy. I'm getting right. feedback right now on some coffees that were cupped in, in the chai town. Oh. And I was just thinking about feedback when you were talking about that. Cause we had those people come up to us this morning and they're that like, I hear sick. you guys are the cat in the cloud. We're like Chris literally and I were prepping for our days, doing our little like morning ritual of whatever. We have our little planning times. And so 
these people came up and they're like, I don't know if it's the juxtaposition, but we just got back from New York. We live in LA and your people are so nice and awesome. We've been coming here every day while we're in town and it seems like they're actually just genuine and we just wanted to tell you that it's awesome. We asked them how they liked working here and they told the story of like Cat and Cloud, the name and like where it came from and we just basically felt like we had to come tell you guys that you're doing an awesome thing and it, that was it. It was just like really cool. It was, yeah, they shook our hands, we met them and then they rolled out and they were just happy to be a part of it and they wanted to hear our story and why and how we learned and it was cool. It's basically the best feedback you could ever get. Yeah. Random people who are visiting are just like, this is insane. And that feels awesome. It's nice. It's nice that you don't have to be, you know, it's not about you. Staff's killing it. They're killing it. It's insane. It's whatever. I'm just like, you guys are good. Hey, look. All these people. What do we got? Can I read this? Direct quotes. It's fun. Sure. Just finished finally cupping your bean with the staff, by the way. Oh, did you? So awesome. You guys are doing stellar work. That Aricha really shined for me. (laughs) That's from (laughs) Ethiopia, you guys. The staff was also stoked on your night shift. That coffee is fucking butts, man. And then he, he corrected nuts. it to hashtag nuts. <laughs> that's our, the night shifts are dark, dark roast. roast. So that's pretty cool. Who is this? That's Mark Roselle and the oh. team at Six Degrees in Chico. Cool. So shout out to that's Six awesome. Degrees team who also helps uh, forward promote that throwdown we talked about at the beginning of the podcast. They are hoping to get down here for that and support Ev, Ooh. which is cool. If you want to come to the Throwdown, please come. I have this fear that no one's going to come. Oh, they'll come. Poster that Kristen designed is super sick. Going to post that on the Facebook later. It is actually really neat. It's Kristen so is sick. Kristen is this artist who needs to put more of her work out into the world because she's very good at it. She's one of the more talented illustrators I know. She's actually yeah, like yeah. really really good at it. So and yeah. Not- She's got good technical proficiency, but she's got an interesting aesthetic, which I think is neat. Right. It's her. It's her. And yep. sometimes it can go a little deep and dark, and I kind of like it. Like the skull, like the oh, cat yeah. skull with the cat paw pouring a latte, and then the, the Rosetta turns into a skull. She's got that Dia de los Muertos thing Just going on. Just check it out. You know? But she also knows that, that Evan's kind of into that style, so right. she's like thinking about it and being really intentional. Cool. Like, yeah. It's B.A. Just keeping her client in mind. Yeah, she's keeping her client in mind. Yeah. Keeping that client in mind. Yeah. What else is new in our world? We're just pushing forward a little bit at a time. Talked about coffee training mm-hmm. with some friends. And I was like, fuck coffee training. <laughs> Why would you do that to yourself? Why would you make coffee? Why would you keep trying to reinvent the wheel when you have a recipe? Yeah. And you already know how uh, to do it. Maybe we've talked about it before. Yeah, we talked about that. I was like beating it to death. <laughs> so whatever. <laughs> I think that's because we're becoming more interested in the business side of this and the the impact side of having a business and putting all your focus on espresso and coffee training. What you said actually is key to this. So let's just talk about this for a minute. If you as a business put all of your emphasis and the only thing you talk about as an owner is how to continue to improve espresso and coffee education, your staff then sees that the thing that you value the most is espresso and coffee preparation. Yeah, exactly. So that means that your staff starts thinking the most important thing to my boss and to this company is me knowing the ins and outs of espresso preparation, the details of the coffee, and... Ultimately, they're missing the opportunity to engage guests. And that was kind of your whole point. Yeah, or anything else. If you, you know, everything you do, you're sending a message about what's important to you. Yeah. So if your onboarding includes six classes about coffee and no classes about customer service or no classes about keeping your cafe clean or no classes about, you know, 
uh, full hands in, full hands out, or any of the other things that have to do with just general being courtesy. awesome behind the counter, yeah. yeah, then those things are going to be perceived as less important. Right. Like, oh, at school, all I have to care about is coffee. And the thing is, is, I think we all need to be aware that that's natural. Like, I don't think we realize that you are basically saying if your entire training and your entire orientation program is basically around the idea of we have the best coffee, we serve the best coffee, we have the best preparation, it's really, really cool, then all the people are really deciphering is coffee is the most important thing to this business. What the fuck? It, when we would do orientation and there was this, not at our place, but there's this whole paragraph, two pages on fucking Caldi. Right. It's what the fuck does Caldi have to do with anything? Nothing. Nothing. It's a history and tradition. It's a history and tradition. Which, which is later. I, later, right. Yeah. I think there is a time and a place for that. But in the idea of sending a message is this is your first interaction with the company and you're learning about Caldi and think about what those two pages could be taken up by. Yo, yeah. It could be taken up by some rich history or stories about the company and how right. that was developed, the hopes and dreams behind the people who founded this company, um, what you want people to experience on the day to day. Right. But it's it's Caldi. It's yeah. It's about cool. some dude in history who Me? may or may not exist. May not even be real. <laughs> <laughs> Here's a fact. This might not be true. <laughs> I'm 100% But the Caldi was real. Here's the thing. If you don't know about this. Nobody will ever ask you about it, but you know about it. And just imagine, okay, practical application. You're behind the counter. What are the odds that someone's going to mosey up through that door and be like, hey, uh, just a quick question for you. Do you know who discovered coffee? <laughs> the fuck? No. People are going to be... Cares. People are going to ask you where to get food around the corner. People are going to ask... Right. You know, they're going to ask... Well, what, like, your coffee they're gonna is, ask what your favorite coffee is, They're going to ask what your favorite coffee is... They're going to ask you how you're doing. Yeah. They're going to ask you where your company name came from for sure. Right. That's one of the most questions that yeah. we get asked. They're going to want you to tell you about yourself, I guess, is where I'm going. Yeah. I gave bad examples. They're before, trying to familiarize yeah. themselves with what's going on in front of them. Yeah. They're not going to be like, hey, I, I wasn't coffee discovered in Ethiopia? Yeah. Did you hear about you Louis the 13th? Did you hear about these guys? This shit is fucking bananas. I can't believe no one told me about this. We do have to have history <laughs> the hell <laughs> to everyone on staff uh, if you don't know who Caldi is and we haven't taught you yet so you get a pass and we'll tell you at some point he discovered the coffee his goats ate it it's fine totally. stupid story don't care yeah it was intriguing to me when I was 12 I guess well yeah I like history stuff so that no, stuff I'm is kind of fun and I like the idea of a legend but I'm just all about prioritizing it's bang for your buck right you know what I mean yeah, I was just trying to think about the funny jokes they make in like Silicon Valley. And it's just like, you know, these people's names, but you really like, no. Yeah, it's, I don't know. I've, I don't have a good parallel right now. I'm just trying to like, I was thinking outside of the little box there of Caldi. And I'm like, what are some of the other weird things people talk about? But the thing is, is they all don't. <laughs> they talk about the people who had impact on the on their companies and why. It's like you go to the the Disney leadership and they tell you the stories of who did what for positive and negative, including like, they're like, oh, you'll notice there's a, this Ron Miller was a CEO for only one year and they go through the story of why he was the CEO for one year and what he attempted to do to like save the company at the time, actually. But like how that was like a, uh, a tangent from their values and how it actually ended up not being a good fit for the company, et cetera, et cetera. But he was willing to take risks and it came from like a good place. But anyway, 
It's funny. I'm going on the tangent. No, you're you're in the game. It's like if you're talking about epic leaders, and let's say you're trying. Let's say someone comes into work at Apple, right? And there's this huge legacy of Steve Jobs and Wozniak and everybody, and there's you know these stories about them that everybody knows, and that's why people love the brand because it's so powerful, and you know what they stand for. Right. It's not going to be in their orientation. Do you know who first invented the personal computer? Right. That doesn't matter. No, doesn't have anything to do with anything. It's it's whatever, right? <laughs> it's not it's not relevant to the story of Apple. Mm-hmm. That's and true. Who, I was going to actually go there. Who first, first <laughs> discovered coffee is not relevant to the story of your company. No, so you don't need to teach it right away. Yeah, and it's not a priority. You could probably have people who work for you for years and never know when coffee was discovered because it's whatever. Yeah, yeah, that's our know. priority at least. Your priority could be exactly what we said. Your coffee. priority could be, you know, having wet wipes in the bathroom, which would be Actually, cool. We will have that one day. It's going to be sick. <laughs> yeah, dude. Clean be, anuses. Then I'll, ne- <laughs> I'll never be scared that I accidentally forgot mine. <laughs> oh, no. Like, do you know that it's a 10 minute round trip to my house in a car? No. It's the like other American thing pie. that I was talking to my friend about when we were talking about building a training program is that it's okay to focus less on coffee because you know it so well, right? You're so good at it, you know? So let's say for you, how long have you been a barista? Yeah. Like 15 years. Yeah. If you can't make espresso by now, you're right. Screwed. Like yeah. there's no hope for you. That is, you know true. how to do it. You've been doing it well for a really long time. It's not super challenging to you and teaching other people how to do it. Like you do it also isn't super challenging for you, right? So if you have a hundred percent of your time allocated towards training, you don't need to spend 80% of your time focusing on coffee, even though you are a coffee company mm-hmm, or mm-hmm. coffee is your main product. Right. I wouldn't really say they were a coffee company, even though coffee is our main. Yeah. Product. yeah. Um, we're not, we're not, you would want to spend more time focusing on the things that are, they can impact your business just as much, if not more, and you haven't been trained for for years. Right. Which is why we go to external education. We push ourselves to learn on the net. Get the net. Get the net. Dude, you guys have the net? We do have the net. Do you log on sometimes? Uh, I have the chat room. I, I was going to say, I haven't logged on to a chat room in a little while. Yeah. I did log on to Slack, I guess. That's kind of like a chat room. We run Slack every so often. And by so often, all the time. You Y'all can heard uh, of Slack? find Jared on the chat rooms as a handle is <laughs> Cubby Chowder. <laughs> it's Cubby Chowder. Dude. Hi, I'm Cubby Chowder. It's me, Cubby Chowder at AOLHotmail.com. Gosh, remember chat rooms? I don't even want to. Those are so weird. I was so scared. I wonder if people still go into chat oh, rooms. Oh, yeah, for sure. You think so? People that go to jail. Yeah, I was going to say, <laughs> bad guys. Bad guys. Bad go people. To chat rooms. Look at no. these bad guys. Stay away. Help me out. Hey, anybody locally who listens, our grand opening at Abbott Square actually started last night with salsa night and we're rolling through this ribbon cutting happening. There is a bunch of live music and events and fun going down. You should pop through all of the, if you are in Santa Cruz or even near, come down to our location at Abbott Square. It's at Front and Cooper and that's full promo right there. We can get ourselves a coffee. You can get yourself a poke bowl. Then you can get a cocktail. Legit Italian pizza. pizza. Get some milk and wood, which is a super awesome <laughs> ice cream popsicle. Put the topping on it. Sort milk of place. and wood. Milk and wood. Get not yourself a dirty and popsicle. It's different. Yeah, dude. It's the same idea, but it's not. It's like wolf and wolf. <laughs> shark and shark. Shark and shark. Yeah. 
You guys get ready for Shark and Shark 2024. Shout out to They're Shark and Shark, it, dude. Shark and Shark always Shark brings and it. Shark might be an unbeatable combo. I'm going to hang out with Shark and Shark in, in uh, Palm Springs in the next couple weeks. Palm Springs is so sick. Two dude. weeks to Pea Springs, dude. Where are you going to stay? <laughs> Some Airbnb. It's oh. palatial. I made that up. It's not. <laughs> it kind of looks like a, like an Ace Hotel sort of vibe somehow. It's like. Pacific Northwest meets that chic Palm Springs vibe and rustic, but with the sex. Yeah. Yeah. Sex stick. Sex stick. I made that up, coined it. There's a pool. We'll just sit around the pool, eat stuff. It'll be a thousand degrees probably. Yeah. We're going to Joshua Tree for New Year's. Are you? We have some kind of place like that. We're going to do ayahuasca. (laughs) I'm not going to do ayahuasca. (laughs) Adam kept trying to get me to do mushrooms the other day. I'm all, bro, I don't want to do mushrooms. (laughs) He's all, all, your anxiety will go away for a long time. (laughs) Just drop a cap. (laughs) I was it's like i'm not gonna do it my anxiety goes away for six to eight months clinically proven i'm not gonna do it either but it's clinically proven if anybody doesn't know me well i'm pretty averse to peer pressure trying to get me something is basically the worst way to get me to not do something it's actually true even trying to get him excited about something you're excited about he's like even if i'm already excited about it oh yeah if somebody else gets too excited about it he's like fuck you dude (laughs) forget about it i'm going home guys no dude he's all jared you're too excited about it i'm not into it anymore i'm gonna be by myself (laughs) i don't need this it's really funny i figured this out years ago now you're excited great funny because it's true cool it's funny because it's true i'm out of here well i got other things to do i'm just gonna play by myself i'm gonna get new exciting things to do exciting things i'm a trendsetter i'm a (laughs) trendsetter I'm a damn trendsetter. I'm a trendsetter. Isn't that right, Max? Meow, kitty. <laughs> this is the best podcast ever. <laughs> I love it. In the world. We're talking about our, not just today's episode. We're oh, talking no. About yeah. The, in the, the world. Entire, yeah. Yeah. I tried to listen to some other podcasts. They're all dumb. <laughs> I was like, what is happening here? I don't get it. They're like, I have to be serious. What's your motivation? What is what your are motivation? You doing? Science, faith, and life. Ask science, Mike. That's a good one. <laughs> Can we get Maddie Matheson on the podcast? Dude, I don't know. He probably could. We're going to get Brigine on there from Established Coffee. In Ireland? Yeah, we just got to sync up our eight-hour to nine-hour time difference. Mm. We could do like a midnight, and she could do a nine in the morning. Let's chill. <sighs> I don't stay up late. Six to midnight? <laughs> we'll just get a nice... It's like a six-hour. It's a six-hour difference. A difference. <laughs> it's all good. <laughs> I um want to get... I talked to there's a, a girl. Her name's Adriana. She lives in Germany. Okay. Pretty sure she works for Probat. I just know her from the internet. Nice. But she's going to come visit us. Chat room. She listens <laughs> to the podcast. Okay. And I we'll get was her like, on. you should be on the podcast. Can she do the whole thing in fluent German? Because I can't. She speaks English. Oh, like a boss. <laughs> I, I don't know this person at all. I just know them from the internet. Tight. Did she, did she, is she American said, moved to Germany? I don't know anything about her. Literally. We'll find out. Except she has pretty pictures and great. She sent me a message that says, Hey, her and her friend are coming to the States, coming to California and they really want to Perfect. see the coffee shop and have coffee. And I said, that sounds freaking fantastic. You should be on the podcast. Sounds exactly right. It'd be cool to have more international guests more of the time. I know. Remember when we were going to have jets on, but our schedules didn't link up with her. We it's were really hard to coordinate. Yeah. It's hard to coordinate anything really when you get so busy and then other people turns out they have lives too. So they don't just work around only your schedule. It's true. And vice versa. Cause we're like Monday <laughs> 9 a.m. <laughs> exactly. You got it. I got it. Well, no. Okay. I got it. Ross. Cool. Yeah. It's at, hard at some point. I wish I would have brought, I almost brought the stuff to LA when I went and then I realized that I was just going to be hanging out all day and no one was actually going to want to talk to me for an hour. 
Yeah, it'd have been funny. It'd have been a, literally just like time. walking around with it on all day and then having to edit back like 24 hours. Yeah, of, have it on my hip. Christmas Although it would have been funny to get little snippets from people. I know. I sometimes wonder if we should do just like a, a sidebar one where we take all of our weird outtake sort of things and just do like a 45 minute show of like little mini five minute snippets of weird conversations that we've had yes. on the side. We should probably do that. That'd right? be funny. We I should also, probably do actually an entire side podcast where we do a lot more shit talking. Yeah. Absolutely. I wanted that to be this one, but people wouldn't like it. Yeah. Slash people would like it, but then they wouldn't like it. I know. You feel that? <laughs> yep. Actually, how about this? Podcast at catandcloud.com is a neat little email. You can email us. Email us if you want to hear us talk more shit. Yeah. Say yes or no. Or have another podcast where we just talk a bunch of shit. Yeah. One that's a little more loose. from the hip. Little Fast loose, and loose. Little whoop, 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 really whoop, flowing. To do. Really flowing. You and know what? I actually think that we probably are going to do that. I mean, we should. It up for some, uh, I really it could want be like to. A, it could be like a side project. The interesting thing is that it will probably end up being more popular than the main one. Yeah. And then we'll be more loved and more hated, more hated at the same time. Which is time. the best place to be, I think. Yeah, exactly. More of everything. Because nobody loves everything i mean you know no yeah. one's gonna love everything i mean as do. if the whole world could agree on anything right yeah i mean you know why did you guys else's know point can i just talk a little shit did you guys know it's okay to be different it's not <laughs> no it is no everybody we don't have to do and agree with what everybody else says or necessarily be afraid of anybody else that's all the end are you like a communist or yes i'm a, obviously a like communist a terrorist or obviously a communist <laughs> i'm a, just obviously a terrible person i don't care about anyone so you know just look right through all the good stuff and look for everything personally bad that you could see in jair and be like everybody else this is about ronald reagan closing all the mental institutions in the 80s isn't it yeah it's a little <laughs> bit about watergate a little bit about reagan it's a, little a little bit, bit about a little bit of nixon in there yeah a little bit about little lewinsky bit lewinsky's in there a little bit yeah a little bit of bill mm-hmm. freaking and and then what the hell how can he play that sax so well you know it's interesting okay <laughs> that brings up a really good point is that you can be different and do whatever you want as long as you're popular enough i know isn't that dumb we're just not as popular well, yes yeah you know we're gonna be super popular don't you worry <laughs> about it it's gonna be <laughs> it's gonna be really cool i'm gonna be popular in high school it's you know i mean what the heck dude chris brown's like beating up ladies and, and he still gets like, to make I'm music super popular <laughs> Bill Clinton getting BJ's in the White House. It's all good, dude. Yeah, people love him. Michael Vick just got picked up to be a analyst on ESPN, and he like killed dogs Dog all over fighting. the place. Yeah, no exactly. big deal. As long as you're across <clears throat> this threshold, nobody gives a shit for some reason. Yeah, it's like it's like is your is your positive like your for marketing is, is your talent <laughs> contribution for marketing higher than your shit <laughs> list? Answer most of the time, yes. Yes, I guess. As it turns out, we're not there yet. But you and know it's what? not like people don't know. They're just like, yeah, it's fine. That's a pretty funny statement. Statement. But you could do infinitely less worse things and still get a bunch of cool hate mail too, which is cool. We've but, never got hate mail. Well, it, it just tells you that it's not. If we get hate mail, it's not because we're doing it wrong. It's just because we're not popular enough. Mm, so we're not. What happens if we we're get? Not, we're not crossed the threshold yet. Are you saying that we need to have less hate mail than not hate mail? No, I think we need to get more hate mail, but we just need to be cooler. Oh, is that like the bartender? In the T-Pain song? <laughs> yeah, exactly. In the T-Pain song. <laughs> yeah. Okay. He loves her, dude. Bar. 
don't think I hit that note very well. No. Also, <laughs> shout out to T-Pain, who could afford any car in the world. He says in that song that he pulls up in a white Mini Coupe sitting on dubs. So T-Pain pulls up to the bar in a Mini Cooper on 20-inch rims, and he's going to go Mac to the bartender. This is a world-famous rapper. I wonder if he just brings his, his voice just, and modulation disorder he's thing like, and puts it on. He's all, I'm T-Pain. He's all, what's up, girl? What's up, girl? I got that Mini Cooper outside. Shots of Patrol. It cost me a nice cool $16,000. <laughs> 16,000. <laughs> 16K. It's a brand new Mini Coupe, baby. Oh, it's, man. It's not even the wagon here. It's just the normal one. It's not even the just Europa. A normal piece of shit Mini Cooper. <laughs> no turbo. No, no turbo. Not the S model. <laughs> just a turd bucket. <laughs> just with 20 inch rims. It's like a Yaris with a Mini logo. Oh, dude. Shout out to Sorry, Alex and Alex. Nicole. Who, <laughs> Nicole just got a brand new Yaris. No way. Oh, dude. yeah, dude. They're Yaris brothers and sisters oh, now. Oh, wow. It's a Yaris family thing. Two people in leadership rolling Yaris. It's because they have great financing on nice the Yaris. It's a economical. Right uh, mm hmm. Great gas mileage. <laughs> great gas. I got to say the Jetta gets great it gas freaking mileage. freaking rules, dude. I love my Jetta. Yeah, the Jetta gets amazing gas mileage. Yeah. Jetta you, with the eye, man. You can like drive that laser. thing all over the place. It's got a turbo. It goes you fast. You don't need anything I else love that, that car. I didn't realize I would, but I do. It's pretty funny. Okay, so what do we define? We define the, what do we define? Po- we define the popularity is important. Popularity, popularity is, is like the most important thing. To sum up. So we just need to figure out how to get more popular. Yeah, I think it's going to be how selling popular our... people get popular. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. should we sell out? Yeah, probably. That's cool, right? Selling out's cool. Just like put our all our ideals, just like shelve them. Yeah, yeah, totally. We don't. We should probably just not stand for anything, and maybe go public. See if we can get some stocks. Public would be cool. Yeah, stocks and bonds. Yeah, I want to get bought out by that same company that owns everybody else. Pete's. Well, no, it's like a holding company that owns Pete's, oh, and right. then they also own, but they own Intelli too. And is Blue Bottle a different one? I don't know. I are, don't know. are all three of them together now? I think it was. Was it Stumptown and Intelli that were in the same company? I don't know. Companies, companies, company. Maybe. You know, I gotta say, when I said this last podcast too, I think Blue Bottle and I think Stumptown too are doing a really awesome job with their growth, right? And just maintaining that as they get bigger which is awesome i'm not saying they're my favorite places to get coffee but they're very consistent in my mind that is half the battle with their delivery and their aesthetic and everything you know you go into stump town and you kind of know it's a stump town right even if you're in la and same thing with blue bottle no matter where you are it's it's the same i still don't know how i feel about that with us i kind of want to have every store look a little different I feel that too, but it's that's that's not taking away from what they're doing because I totally understand the whole like brand identity. I just think it's cool in the sense of there's a lot of other companies that not that you have to have the same store. You just need to have some something that tells you where you're at. Yeah, like I dream of the Easter egg game more than the yeah. That's more like what I want to do. You could have a store in neighborhood X that feels like neighborhood X, but has cues back to that. That's what I'm trying to do. Cat and Cloud, OG culture, whatever. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah. That way we can have, if we ever want to go weird steampunky, we can. If we want to go Piac Northwest, Piac Northwest, we can. We want to go Pacific Northwest. We want to go Pacific Northwest where they say, uh, going down to get some, uh, what do they call it? Warsh? Warsh some stuff? Warsh? Yeah, going to warsh some stuff. With the wolves? (laughs) (laughs) I'm a wolf washer. I'm the forest with the wolf. 
Wolf dog? He's a wolf dog. <laughs> he's gonna worse for clothes. Do you, does that mean he barks a lot? No, it's a wolf, dude. You know, like the, they come in packs. Yeah, Lovely. well, that's the thing. We're not even big enough to get bought out yet. We're just still of not popular not. enough. Yeah, we're, it's going to be a while. Yeah, we're screwed. We're a little abrasive. I quit. <laughs> I don't care. I quit trying I'm over to be abrasive. Yeah, I'm just going to be me, dude. I'm just, I'm just going to keep working on my squats. <laughs> I try, dude. I try. I do. I do. <laughs> trying to do double bodyweight squat, dude. I'm going to do it. Oh, that's hard. I'm going to try to just learn to do double unders with a jumping rope because those are stupid. Oh, hard. I want to learn how to jump rope. Double unders are really hard. I have one. Pat gave me a pet. Barbara gave me a jump rope and I, I need, need a to nice learn. jump rope. I'm just still trying to stretch. You're getting there, dude. Slowly like but surely. A, you got your like exercises. A, like a fucking idiot. Nah, dog. You just got back surgery, Feeling bro. like a total lame When you were 19, dude. I feel bad about myself, everybody. I'm depressed about my physical <laughs> capacity. <laughs> your physical capacity is pretty good, dude. It's pretty good. You can good almost for still pull really... up with 100 pounds hanging off your I got a 90 pound chin up in there. Yeah. yeah I did that's... not have it hanging off my ween, though. I yeah, strapped it. kind of did. I strapped <laughs> It's in, supported it's on my glutes. I think it's, it's hanging under the crotch. That's for sure. <laughs> Looks like you got a huge sack. The Chris, nice thing is, it can't, it's three balls. It's, yeah, one of them is like a hundred pounder. Three heavy weights. Elephantitis is Big a huge old, problem just for you. Ridiculous in that things one. that are happening. <laughs> I keep my mind keeps drifting into this place of. What kind of coffee knowledge can we impart on our listeners today? And right, because we've talked for thirty-five minutes. I just keep coming back with nothing. Yeah, I mean, I don't really have anything today. All I'm honestly thinking about is company growth. We're taking our team to an offsite in my own old hometown of Chico, which maybe we talked about on the podcast. We're going to get into a conference room. We're going to share with them our 10-year vision. We're going to share with them some marching orders. We're going to connect, and we're going to go swimming and eat some good food and go to Sierra Nevada Brewery and just have a good time. They actually have a really impressive production at Sierra Nevada. So... I keep thinking about that and I keep thinking about team bonding and I keep thinking about how I just gave my two main leaders their reviews and, and just how important it is to connect and coach through and have like real talk with them where, which is really awesome and, and encourage leaders to lead and leaders to turn other people into leaders and, and show them essentially that they need to pick their teams moving forward and step into the role that they've seen me in and it's really fun to see them get encouraged and to want to do that. And it's it's encouraging to me and it makes me feel like they have my back. And it also just bonds us together. And I think there's nothing more powerful than that. So, I mean, in my mind, if I were to be honest with all the people who are going to be bummed at me saying this, I'm very actually disenchanted with coffee altogether right now and really focused on people and impact for others. And... I guess you said at the beginning of this podcast, like coffee is something we've been doing for 15 years. I know how to make espresso. I know what I want to taste good. I want that to happen every day at my shop. And I don't want to have to think about how that should work anymore. Right. And it's not that you're disenchanted with coffee. No. I mean, we started the day with a cupping, right? you know, QC a, a QC cup in and looked at roast curves and everything. It's that. It's, I don't want to spend it, my time yeah. thinking about that. Well, anymore. it's two parts. It's, it's, it's growth. Right. Which is if you like we said, if you're still doing the same things that you did ten years ago, that's an epic failure Something's because wrong. people have to progress and right. you have to have new and unique challenges. So while you can totally appreciate awesome coffee, we know that I we can it. produce awesome coffee. Yeah. Need awesome coffee, it's not where you're gonna spend your time. No, I really don't want to think about it anymore so yeah. much. I only want to like when things like today. Yeah, I was like, let's double check that these and it's awesome. We just turned over the entire roastery to a new group of ladies who are killing it 
Like it's an all woman run roastery. In case you were wondering. Oh, it is. Yeah. Grace got that coordinator spot. Yeah. We have four women running our roastery. They're crushing it. And we are just checking in on the quality control of those roast curves. And that kind of stuff I do like to do. I want to pop in, give some feedback, and let them continue to kill it. But I don't want to come in and roast 10 curves with them and... Go to the be, cafe and redial an espresso again and again. Like if I can't teach anybody to do that and pass that on, it's over. You're right. I'm you'd be doing a disservice to yourself and to the whole organization. Yeah. I like to be able to help and be able to support when they call and they called and we're supporting. And then I like to step back and let people do their magic. Yeah. So there, we talked about something relatively legit. Because if end I here. came in and you were behind the counter every day, I'm like, I'm not trying to be Jared's business partner so he can fucking make coffee, <laughs> you know? And you're not trying to be my business partner so I can like roast coffee. Yeah. There's the talents and the sweet spots are deeper than that. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So my biggest attraction with coffee right now, because I'm in the same place that you're at. I don't want to get up and think about coffee. My biggest attraction is just sharing it with the people who are in the mindset that I was in when I was younger and hungry yep. and sharing the knowledge that we have and hopefully having them not have to, because we made a lot of mistakes. Yes. And there was a really big learning curve for us. So hopefully getting someone past that learning curve quicker, making people, I really like making people confident. Yes. There's nothing more awesome to me in the context of coffee preparation than a really capable and confident barista or staff behind the counter. Right. So making people feel good in their knowledge base, making people feel like they can just handle anything. I like that because I like being served by those people. Right. I like the energy that that brings. So if you can take someone past that, I don't know, uh, into like, yep, I'm owning this. That's, that's my excitement of coffee right yeah. now. It's pretty cool, man. It's, uh, there you go, dude. We tied it back together. We really talked about coffee. <laughs> Arabica. Maybe this is the balance episode. Yeah, dude. This is the just let it fly, you know? I mean, I needed, yeah. Because you got to go out and get a, a beer every once in a while unless you're straight edge. <laughs> totally, dude. You got to go out and grab yourself a nice spritzer somewhere. Yeah, get a nice, uh, what do they call those things? <sighs> Coopsie. That's a Kool-Aid mixed with Pepsi. It's a non-alcoholic cocktail. Is it a shrub? What's a shrub? Oh, yeah. Shrubs are kind of like that. They're like vinegar-based. Is that a soda? I don't know. Kombucha? Kombuchas are non-alcoholic. What's a shrub, though? The shrub is like the mix. They use. They actually use vinegar, and then they put a bunch of fruit in it and herbs and stuff. Huh. And they typically mix it with alcohol, though. Don't I don't they? like the name. I don't like the taste. That's cool. <laughs> it's basically like kombucha <laughs> with just vinegar. Everybody else likes it, though. People like it? Yeah, dude. People it's love shrubs and they, I just, I don't like a, a heavily vinegary tasting drink. That's all. And they're vinegar based typically, I think. What else is popular right now? Well, I don't know. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> I'm like a, uh, what is popular in my mind? Uh, totally, totally. Breakfast. Breakfast is pretty popular. Yeah. Yeah. We're working on a breakfast plan. Egg toast is popular. Egg toast is popular. Milk toast is even more Milk popular. Milk toast boiled over hard is Milk pretty. Milk steak boiled over hard is amazing i don't have anything that's popular i don't know i don't know what are the fidget spinners are still somehow popular what's up with that i don't know i put one on my finger and i was like yeah they spin around yeah so then what there's (laughs) no i don't get it there's nothing that could bring your stock down as a human with me more than having a fidget spinner unless you try to bring pogs back which is the same idea pogs would be better maybe Because there's an actual game associated with That's it. That's true. 
there's there's some sort of activity. The fidget spinner is you had too much disposable income and didn't know what to do. I've seen one more shit talk. Yeah. So many baristas taking videos of themselves with fidget spinners behind the counter that I'm like, that's two fails in one video. One, you're taking a video behind the counter while guests are watching you. Uh, second one is that you're taking a video of yourself spinning around a fidget spinner looking cool behind a bar. So here's the other question. Is it their fault or is it someone else's fault? I don't know whose fault it is. I just can't stand it. I can't either. I don't know. I think it, it might is. be a little bit of both. I mean, I'm sure it's cultural fail altogether. Well, yeah, because like, I'd like America's to think fault. that no matter what, I would not be the person to pull out a fidget spinner behind the counter. No, but to be in the zone to where, oh, yeah, it's fine. My organization <laughs> allows this. It's totally chill. Not that everybody doesn't make mistakes, you know, and I want to say that we have fails. For sure. Oh, all the time. So we're not trying to be high horsing about it. I'm just, I mean, we don't have fidget spinners either. So I'd be very surprised. If, if somebody pulled out a fidget spinner behind our counter, I would probably, you'd probably truly kick them, them off the yeah, floor. You'd, you'd get them out of there. I would literally be like, go in the back when you need to talk. And then they'd go in the back and I'd make coffee for probably a full half hour before I went back there. <laughs> and then I'd go talk to them and be like, never bring that fidget spinner on the floor again. Because yeah, it would just be such a gross misinterpretation of what our value we system is. Who did yeah, that? We never, that would never <laughs> happen on our floor. <laughs> They're all <laughs> like trying to imagine. <laughs> it's spinning still. It's spinning still. It's spinning still. It's a lot of weights and they spin by themselves. <laughs> it's sick, dude. I freaking love it. It's centrifugal force. Am I right? You could kind of turn it sideways, but you can't. Let us know what else you want to hear about on you, the, on it's the podcast. Basically a top. It's <laughs> You spin a top and it kind of does the same thing. I guess. I don't, I don't know. know. It's the modern top. I'd rather spin a top and put it on my finger and at least try to balance it. The other thing is that people that play with tops are fucking 10 years old. <laughs> <laughs> like you have like, you know what I mean? All I those literally little, know what you and mean. When, when you, how old were you when you had pogs to bring that back? I didn't even ever get them when we were too poor. Yeah, but it was like pre junior high or something. Like oh, that. yeah. I was like third grade. You or were something. in your teens fourth. or something. Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> uh, whatever. I was, I was 15 and in fourth grade. <laughs> I, was, I was really big. <laughs> Figure it out. <laughs> I got it together. What am I doing with my life? People are going to listen to this for 44 People minutes gonna- <laughs> today. If you made and it, you're welcome. If you made it all the way here. I think you're a great person. Yeah. If you and made I, it all the way here, reminder, uh, there's a throwdown coming up. <laughs> <laughs> Quick recap. Uh, throwdown's coming up. This is the best. We talk some trash. Fidget spinners suck. We love training. We and love people. We love people. I'm officially changing, changing the name of the marketing department to the storytelling department. Yeah. yeah. And then so we're going to have a cafe calling it Storytellers Cafe. Storytelling department, you know, because marketing is just someone trying to get someone to buy something they don't want that sucks mega. Call it sharding. Call it shart department. <laughs> shart department. I work in the shart department. I'm doing some uh, hardcore sharding. Heavy shards. <laughs> Heavy shards. <laughs> well, I, mean, I have to go. Yeah, uh, whatever, dude. Plan- <laughs> Let's get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> I think I've been watching too much Maddie Matheson. <laughs> oh. Hey, happy weekend. Wait. What what do I say? Yeah, dude. Hey, happy Memorial Day. Let's all get in fights about memorials. That What's are Memorial Day? Is that the one coming up or is it Labor Day? I don't even know what holidays are. Monday is either Memorial Day or Labor Day and I always get them mixed up and my wife makes fun of me. I know America. I'm not good at this. I get them all mixed up. Don't know what to do to think you turn around and find well, a person is you. Know that one? No. Cool, dude. It's all on a Monday. Yeah. Monday holiday. Yeah. 
We're coffee industry doesn't ready really to go. have holidays. Like we don't take the day off. We we take the day harder. We take it hard. The full day we I take it hard. Up. I amp up. <laughs> cool. Are, are you amp? Yeah, dude. I'm freaking feeling very amp. All right, I'm gonna see. go eat a couple of those Aussie bites there in my car. They got omegas. They got nuts. Tastes great. You heard it here first. <sighs> okay. Bye, guys. Yeah. Bye. <laughs>